The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Welcome back, Yaku. Thanks for joining us again. Good evening, Songezo. Good to have you. Alexander Forbes, financial planning consultant, Mr. Yaku Prinsler, who's a certified financial planner. So best believe when he speaks, you're probably better off listening to him as opposed to just being indifferent to what he says. How can one plan better for retirement? Things to do now that can catch up with us for the good in 20, 30 years from now. Your thoughts? So, okay, so, so the biggest mistake a lot of us make when it comes to planning for retirement is only to start planning the day you retire. While you're saving for retirement, there's a few levers you can pull to make sure your goals um, is actually successful when it comes to retirement. And those levers are you control the amount you save. You can then also control for how long you save. You can control your investment behavior. That means you're sticking to your long-term investment goals. And then lastly, you can control your expenses. The less income you require in retirement, it will, the easier it will be to meet your goals. And if you stick and pull those four, four levers while planning for retirement and with, with a little bit of financial savvy, um, you're going to be counting down the days to retirement instead of fearing retirement. Here is what many people, unfortunately, are not in a position to do, to save in their 20s because they've got to buy a car, they've got to rent property. And for many people, especially in this country, there are historical factors that they have to consider, including what many refer to as black tax. But if you like your social obligations, not just to yourself, but to extended family, and of course, because it's an increasingly more difficult environment to save given the way that the economy is, it certainly is a lot more difficult now than, say, what it might have been 20 years ago to get into the good habit of savings. How then does one mitigate the blow of the times? So, so if you look at why people aren't saving, you're 100% correct. They've got other priorities. It's nice to drive a nice car. You want to live in a big house. You have to pay for your kids' school. And then retirement planning, planning falls at the back of the queue. And a lot of young people say, no, I still have a lot of time to save. I'll start when I'm older. And then when they're older, they say, no, it's too late to start saving now. And then you get a lot of people say, I'm not going to save for retirement. I'll just keep on working forever. Now, all of those are reasons for not saving for retirement, but I don't think it's valid reasons. You also touch on the point about your ability to save. And when you look at it from that point of view, it's not about the amount you earn or you can start saving when you get your next promotion. The ability to save is the difference between your income and your expenses. If you spend less than you earn, you can save the difference. And it's quite easy. A lot of institutions will allow you to save from as little as 500 rands a month. And if that is too much, put it in a bank account, put it in a piggy bank under the mattress. It's more important the fact that you save than the amount of how much you save. How then do we get into good habits of savings? How do we make sure that we have proper budgeting, proper planning? How we get into the habit of losing habits that are convenient now but as much as they are convenient now, they in time become inconvenient because they do not feed ultimately the good habits we ought to be developing. Firstly, you're going to have to take recognition of your current situation. So like you said, you're going to have to set up a budget, see how much you're spending every month, more importantly, how much are you earning every month, and then see if you're able to afford the lifestyle you're currently living. Then also have a look at your, uh, your net worth. That is your assets less your liability. Then 
you will have more or less an idea where you are currently. Then you can start planning, start dreaming. Where would you like to be in the future? And then you can put into place the necessary plans to get you from where you are today to where you want to be. But the most important thing is you're going to have to recognize that you will have to make very difficult decisions. You will have to give up some short-term gratification for long-term goals. But one thing I can promise you is the older, the 60, the 70-year-old version of yourself will thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk then about retirement annuities, how we can work around the tax regime to benefit ourselves, not necessarily tax evasion, but tax avoidance. How then do we structure our income and our funds in such a way that the 70-year-old Songhezo is thankful of the 30-year-old Songhezo for the decisions the 30-year-old Songhezo made? There's a lot of ways to save. I touched on it a little bit earlier, but you can save in money market funds. You can use bonds. You can use stock portfolios, tax-free savings account. You get property, businesses, different type of ways to save. But retirement annuities, provident funds, and pension funds have unique uh, properties that makes it beneficial. So a retirement annuity, for instance, will allow you to save on a monthly basis or yearly basis, just depending on your circumstances. Those contributions you make, you can deduct against your current income tax up to limits. That's about 27.5% of your taxable income or remuneration, up to 350,000 rands per tax year. And so, Giza, while you're saving, your funds grow tax-free. That means there's no interest, capital gains, um, or dividend tax payable on your savings. And then after the age of 55, you can convert your savings into income. So, you're getting a tax benefit today. Your money is growing tax-free. And when you retire, you get an income. What more do you need? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about, ultimately, you mentioned it, the value of getting into the game early so that the longer you are in the market the more that investment grows. A lot of people miss that. They think, okay, I didn't save in my 20s. I'll just, instead of 500 rand per month as a 25-year-old, I'll just go as a 35-year-old, 1,000 rand a month. Whoopee, I've caught up. Not always the case. I'm sure you know Warren Buffett. He's my favorite gray-haired investor. And everyone knows him because he's one of the richest people in the world. But let me tell you a secret. His success is not only due to his investment expertise. It's also due to the amount of time he has been saving. Now, Warren Buffett started saving when he was 10 years old. And the majority of his wealth he only accumulated after the age of 50. Now, one thing I know is when he was 10 years old, he didn't have a lot to save. But he still saved what he could afford. And then he let com- compound interest do the rest. And that's the beauty of compound interest. It turns small savings into big wealth over time. Compound interest. Yeah, it's time in the market. Final comment then in relation to those who might feel that they want to do this. And I'm repeating myself, but I think it is important just to sort of make allowance for the fact that these are some serious realities. COVID-19 has wreaked havoc in household incomes. There are many who have had to pick up responsibilities, whereas initially they might not have had. And that has simply affected how they are able to invest. How would you respond to these times as a young person who wants to invest, but is challenged by the society that we are now in? So what do you do when you're unemployed or you're unable to save for retirement? This, the good news is there's still steps you can take to improve your finances. So the first um, step would be to stay out of debt. 
And then secondly, to keep your expenses as low as possible. If you can manage to do those two things, it will put you in the front foot. So when you're then in a position to start saving, then you don't have to pay out a lot of debt or you can maybe take a lower paying job just to provide your income. You don't have a lot of expenses to cover. So in Giza, if you can just do two things, if you're unable to save, stay out of debt and keep your expenses as low as possible. Fantastic. I'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Mr. Yaku Prinsler, Certified Financial Planner at Alexander Forbes. What lifestyle do you want in retirement? Listen to this podcast again. You might just find one or two answers.